sold my soul to the bottle Still none of my friends have left me yet I'm the same man I was at the age of 13 And I've lived my life with no regrets If you're looking for some freedom All it takes is ten drinks minimum If you're looking for it feel good to be home and back on the microphone it sure does man so we haven't done a show in like what two weeks something like that it's been a while yeah a lot has happened i apologize if i take if, if i'm taking too much time on the show i have i went to chicago and i have like a thousand stories from like through for just three days you know you know how it goes, right? Well, when I, when I take these trips, like I usually go for like nine days at a time. Yeah. And I was like, what'd you do? It's like, I just was just sitting at the bar the entire time, pretty much. Nothing really happened. Then I go by myself. And yeah. I'm not one to like really talk to anyone either, especially from people I don't know. So like last time I went to Seattle, I went to like Buffalo yeah. Wild Wings and uh, Robin what? and sat at the bar. Wow. <laughs> well, so uh, we, first of all, Holly Ann is here. Hello. Ooh, yeah. I wasn't originally supposed to be here today. Uh-huh. Hold on. Oh. That's right. You were supposed to do like the mayor's roast. Or I something? was supposed to roast Albuquerque. Um, and let's get this. You know, I should probably talk about this before I get drunk so I don't make okay. people mad. Go for it. Uh, I was supposed to do the roast of Burke uh, today. They didn't put out promotional materials until three weeks ago, two weeks ago. They changed venues, they changed prices or something, and they canceled it on Thursday. And what sucks about that is I had been so nervous about it, writing so many jokes, had like a weird anxiety dream on Wednesday night going into Thursday, couldn't go back to sleep. I was awake at 6 in the morning just writing jokes, and I finally was like, oh, I feel good about this, because I wrote all these great jokes that I now feel better about it. And then an hour later, they canceled it. Wow. Um, so, but they also had made a rule. Now that it's not happening, I can talk about it. They gave us a set of rules for oh, the wow. roast, which what? is weird because it's a roast. Um, but we were supposed to make fun of the other comedians, of course. Make fun of Berkey, of course. We had to give love to Mayor Tim Keller. I don't like that. So all of my jokes about Tim Keller were like backhanded compliments that sounded nice, but they weren't. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. <laughs> yeah. What? Okay. Was that? I don't know. I don't. I'm not gonna say anything. I got. No, I got nothing about that. That's... I mean, I have my own opinions. No, no, I've got a ton of fucking. That I opinions. feel like they talk to him because they're friends with him, supposedly. Um, and I feel, and I probably shouldn't even be saying this, but I feel like maybe. The, re- the reason he agreed to do it was because they were like, oh, we won't let them be mean to you. Yeah. that's Which is kind of fucked. And that's not right. And that's not right. Yeah. All so right. it's good that it got canceled, I think. Uh, good. Because, like, there's some, you know what? Cool. Billy's here. Say hi, Billy. Hey, how's everyone doing? Um, the, the, the fact you said all that kind of plays into a little bit of what I want to talk about today. About cool. my trip to Chicago. Awesome. So I flew to Chicago with a friend of mine because I'm a Cubs fan. 
Mm-hmm. And my buddy had never been to Wrigley Field, and I hadn't been in shit since 1995, which it is an absolutely, completely different place. And there, you know, we we went to two games. They lost both games. Actually, it was a four game series, and they lost every single game. And someone made a joke on my Facebook. They're like, "Oh wow, you're there to to witness the collapse in person," and that Aww. is absolutely correct. But anyway. There's a lot of things that happened that were amazing, and I'll you know I have a lot of stories. I don't know if you guys want me to do this first hour or you want me to do the second hour. I don't know. If I did the second hour, I'm probably too drunk. Chicago is one of my favorite towns. One, it, it it is amazing. It's it's a fa- it's one of my favorites. I can't wait Love to do it. comedy there. The food, oh my god, the food. Did you eat at? I can't remember the name of the place now. It starts with a P. Portillos. Portillos. I did not. Oh. But okay. So there was a lot of things I didn't get to do because location, location, location. Also, so you were only there for three days. We were there for three days, and we stayed in Wrigley, Wrigleyville area. Right. You know, so I, I didn't go to Al's Beef, but I had an Italian beef that was Ooh. fucking amazing. I love Italian beef sandwiches. Um, I had amazing hot dogs. One thing I didn't eat that I was said I was going to was a deep dish pizza, and there's a reason why. Uh. Every time I saw one. It did not look good. Oh no! So they and I'm not saying that it's not a good thing to eat, but like they're just this fucking big dough thing, dough brick, it, dough brick. Yeah, and then pretty much. There's, there's the sauce on top, oh, and yeah. a lot of the times the sauce would have just chunks of tomatoes in it, and it didn't. It's not that it didn't look good; it just looked exhausting to eat. Does that make sense? <laughs> I get it. Like it was like, oh god, if I eat that. It's going to be a. I'm going to have insane heartburn. B. It's just a, a lot of just bread. Yeah, like it is a ton of bread. It's so a lot I didn't, of bread. I didn't do that. But okay. Yeah, it took me like years to finally try fa because mm-hmm. I was oh, like, what yeah. is this freaking pond swill? Yeah, right, right, right. It's right delicious. It's delicious. So we land in Chicago. First of all, we fly to we fly to Denver first. So I'll just start. At the oh, beginning. I love this story. We fly to Denver first, and. You know, there, there's there's uh, uh, turbulence, and there's what happened on the way to Denver. So we're flying, and for me, like I, I, you know, I'm afraid of heights, but I'm not afraid of flying. I always look at the the stewardess. Like if they're if they're calm, cool, collective, shit's good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're flying to Denver, and we're flying, and then the plane just drops, and it drops so fast, people screamed, mm-hmm. and the stewardess fell. Oof. And I was like, holy shit, that scared the shit out of me. Anyway, we land in, we land in Denver. We're in the airport, and we're like trying to find a place to eat. Denver airport's amazing, by the way. Yeah. Trying to find a place to eat. We find a steakhouse. And um, they, we, you know, we go up, and I was like, we have two people. And they're like, and so then immediately they go, when's your fly leaving? And I was like, well, two, and this is like noon. And they're like, okay, you're good. And I was like, that's cool. So we get in there, and... We're ordering our food, and I, and I was like, so, like, Colorado is, like, fucking craft brewery, you know, Mecca. Uh-huh. And I asked the waitress, I was like, so, what what local craft, what local beers do you have? And she goes, Coors? Oh. Uh, <laughs> I was like. I mean, technically. I was like, you got me. Fair. I know that's her joke. I know. Technically it. fair. I mean, that was definitely a joke on her. Oh, part. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, anyway, so we fly, we, we land in Chicago. 
and everybody, I'm trying to keep these stories relevant so you guys you know, like join in because yeah. I, I feel like there's a lot of relevance in a lot of everything I'm going to talk about. I've actually really thought about this over the weekend. I really don't usually do that. So we land in Chicago. This guy, the, the Uber picks us up at the airport, which the, their Uber situation is, it's like, it's like here where it's like wiped out the taxis, unlike Vegas where they still right. have them. So the guy picks us up and uh, he's driving us and it's, it's, we land in rush hour Thursday night. So it's going to be a 55 minute drive from the airport to our, our Airbnb. And the guy goes, so where are you guys from? Uh, New Mexico. Awesome. So I, uh. I read the other day that your president got overthrown. Oh, my wait, God. Wait, wait, what? He's like, yeah, didn't your president just get overthrown? I'm like, no, 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 no. We're from New Mexico. Oh. Not old Mexico. My God. And he's like, oh, but I really don't think he still understood. Yeah. Well, I, I had a similar thing happen to me, just talking about relating. This happens more than I want to admit that people don't know New Mexico as a state. Um, but I went to visit my family in Alabama, <laughs> I went to go visit my uncle and I had to fly home from the mobile airport, which is a tiny, tiny, tiny airport. Like they have rocking chairs at the gates. It's so tiny. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm like showing them my ticket to go through security and they're like, do you have your passport? And I was like, excuse me? They had to call. She's like, I have to call somebody else because I was like, no, this is a state. Like, I'm not traveling outside of the country. She called another person. That person called a supervisor down. And the supervisor literally was like, are you guys serious right now? How stupid do you have to be? It's one of the 50 states. Like, it's not even Puerto Rico. No, yeah. no, not even Puerto Rico. Yeah, man. Um, so, we, you know, so we finally get to our Airbnb and we, we, you know, put our stuff in. Like, first of all, we're in a, 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 a row house. Okay, yeah, yeah. If you don't know what a row house is, it's like if you go to Chicago, if you go to uh, New York, if you go to Boston, it's these neighborhoods where, like, they're all next to each other. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Four, three or four stories tall and, like, you know, like a family lives on a floor, you know. We're in this row house. And unlike what it said in the Airbnb thing, there's the guy's brother lives there. So... We had to share it, which is fine. Whatever. So we end up like, we're like, fuck it. Let's walk down to Wrigley. We walked down to Wrigley. It was 20. It's about a 20 minute walk for us. And we get there and we go to uh, the Cubby Bear. Because I've always heard of the Cubby Bear. I've never been. Because when I went to Chicago before, I wasn't 21. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm going to go to the historic Cubby Bear. It's not really a bar. Oh. It's, it's well, it's like a bar on one side. A bar on the other side, no seating. It's all like dance oh, floor. Oh, yeah. And the lady's like, first of all, Chicago, nicest bartenders I've ever seen in my entire fucking life. Absolutely. Because they yeah. probably have to deal with so much Yeah, that it's kind of become like normal to them. Or maybe they don't have to deal with anything I, at all. I, I think that's the second one. So every bartender we, we met talk to us like they were like so where are you guys from what are you guys you know da, da, da. and like mm-hmm. we, we met but we were all you know what yeah, yeah. Right, they're right. probably also used to a lot of tourists so yeah. they're used to like yeah. talking to people and yeah. learning things well, that blew my mind my head almost exploded i was like wow we don't get that here yeah. so wow. i i immediately order an old style because i've never had one in my entire life and i'm gonna say this right here right now old style is better than pbr 
Ooh, actually, yeah, you're right. I it think is it's better. Old style is really good. Not a lot. A little better though. They're almost equivalent, but it's just a little step up. You know, I'm sorry, Pabst. I love you so yeah. much. Well, I'm just saying, like, I think any, like, you know, premium, quote unquote, premium lager like that they, they sell, like whatever oh, it would yeah, be, yeah. like Rainier, right, right. style. Right. I think they all taste the same. Montucky. Well, it's, not, it's not a premium. Well, yeah, it's, and they're all old, owned, but yeah. Well, Mon- no, no, hey, 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 hey. They, they can't see me on camera, but Montucky premium, quote unquote. <laughs> When, if, if a can if a can says it's premium lager, then you know it's like the cheap stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, uh, I liked Old Style a lot. So then I immediately go, "Do you have Malort?" And she oh. looks at me and she's like, and she starts smiling. She goes, "We do." And I was like, "I'll like a shot of Malort because those are the two bucket list things I wanted to drink in Chicago." I'm definitely gonna get one. Old Style, oh. awesome. Malort. Gypsum Malort. Have you had it? Yes. Fucking nasty. Horrible. Like, I, Horrible. I cannot tell you how nasty it it's is. It's disgusting. So it's made out of, I found, I read this afterwards. It's made out of wormwood that they make absinthe out of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you do a shot of this stuff and it stays in your mouth. The taste. Eek. I had to like literally go in the bathroom, put beer in my mouth and swish it around and spit it into the sink yep. to get this taste out of my mouth. Dang. It is, yeah. Uh, it, it, it's like, it's like a dare. Like I dare you to take yeah. a shot of Malort, and and people they do it like crazy, right? So I did that. Oh, I did it twice. It's so not gross. not the same night though. <laughs> I dated a guy whose family was from Chicago, and that's how I like fell in love with Chicago. Was we went to visit his family once. And then, when I was older, my parents lived in Germany, and I lost my passport on the airplane between here and Chicago to go to Germany for seven days before Christmas. I have so many crazy stories from those seven days. I got taken on a date to a really nice steakhouse. Never, I had no intention of talking to that guy or ever seeing him again, but I really wanted steak. Oh, nice. So I just let him take me. I'll take Um, steak, yeah. You know, and then I... uh, this guy who worked for the hotel that I was staying at took me to go have traditional Indian food. It was great. I like that, too. Um, and that wasn't a date. Like, his wife was there and stuff, and he just liked me because I was there wearing souvenir clothes from, like, the hotel because they wouldn't <laughs> get my bags off the tarmac because uh. it was Christmas. So they're like, we're not – it was right before Christmas. I was there for seven days waiting for my to get a new passport and all that stuff. Um, but so – uh, I would hang out with the wait staff at the hotel because I would sit in the bar and hang out, whatever. And um, I made friends very quickly because, you know, if you're a service industry, you get along with other service industry people right away. And they made me drink it. And I was like, this is awful. Why do you guys drink this? It's, it's disgusting. And they, and they love to watch people drink oh, it. Oh, yeah. That's why. Yeah. They love it. They love it. So <laughs> get us. Check out this guy over here. This dumb fucker, <laughs> um, and then so then we go to this place to go. We're like we're like well, you know what the lady's like you got a lot of time for the game. I mean it's empty. There's like two fucking St. Louis fans in there and they're like watching the game on TV. Um, and she's like, I was like we should go eat. Now this is for everyone listening that's from Chicago. When someone is from New Mexico and they want something to eat, never say. There's a taco place no. here, and they con- like. I mean, five times people were like, "Oh man, there's you know what place has good tacos?" And I'm like, "We're not going to go to the taco place." I'm sorry. Also, Chicago has such a great wealth of like other yeah. foods that we yes. can't get here. Like that Indian restaurant that I went to. 
amazing. Right. It was like out of this world, best food ever yeah. because it's actual like traditional. We don't have a lot of that here. We don't have a lot of like the culture they have right. there. Right. And then also when I say, hey, we're not going to go do the tacos, don't retort with, what, we got Mexicans here. Oh. Not a good retort. Oof. <laughs> not a good retort. Oof. Um, did you buy a pie off the side of the road? No, I did not. Those are good. Um, I once bought a pie. So we go to this place, and, it, and it like right by Wrigleyville, like every place has a sign that says, you know, best wings in Wrigleyville. <laughs> and we went, I can't even, Zizaks or something like that was the name of it. Went in there. Some of the best hot wings I've ever eaten in my entire life. So much we went back and got some again. Ooh. They better than Maloney's on Central. <laughs> oh, better than fucking Maloney. Uh, yes, they were fantastic. Um, so we watched the Cubs collapse on TV and proceed to drink some more and then go home. You know, next day we get up and go find a jersey all stuff. Go to the game. So we sat. There's, 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 there's a thing here. So we chose two different seating arrangements for the two different games we went to. Mm-hmm. We went th- really expensive and got third base seats. I mean, I think they were like three hundred a, a ticket, and we were third base, like literally like six rows up from third base. Now, if you go to the Isotopes game, those are nice seats. Cubs game, I can see. The laces on the player's shoes are that close. It's that oh shit because it's little. It's because, a little stadium. Yeah, if you're like right. say above the dugout at Isotopes, mm-hmm. they're still kind of far away. Yeah, right? not here. No, you're right there, man, because it's old park, man. Mm-hmm. So we're right there. Everyone, first of all, everywhere we went, I want to I want to reiterate this because someone went to Chicago uh, from a small town. And they, I'm like, you know, I post on Facebook, we're going to Chicago, and they're like, just make sure you keep your head down. Fuck oh, you. Great. Fuck you. First of all, we live in Albuquerque, and we don't go anywhere. I mean, we could probably go to Beirut and be a little bit afraid, I guess. But, right. You know, <laughs> Afghanistan. But I'm not going to go to Chicago and be afraid. Yeah. No. no way. And the people, there was never a fucking time. I'm going I'm to reiterate how nice people were, and I'm going to show you situations where people were so it, unbelievably out of the ordinary nice. So everyone we sat around talked, and it was, there was a lot of Cardinal fans there. And being from Albuquerque, I'm like, wow. <laughs> people, and I'm like, man, that's crazy. I was like, there's a lot of Cardinals fans here. Does, does anything ever happen? And, the, and the, lady, the lady next to me is like, no, nah, not really. She goes, up in the bleachers, sometimes there's a fight or so. But... There's a fucking Cardinals fan right in front of us, and every time they do good shit, he gets up and he's like, "Yeah!" and he's clapping in everybody's face, you know. And I'm like, "God damn, you did that, in Albuquerque? You would get fucked up. You would at least get beer thrown at you. We yes. have seen that. Yes. So no one does shit. Super nice. Finally, he stands up for an extended period of time, and this guy's like, "Hey, why don't you sit the fuck down? People are trying to see." And he turns around, and I'm like, "Oh shit, here we go." And he's like, "Sorry, I apologize." And yep. and, and then he kind of says something. And I'm like, oh, there we go. And his buddy's like, sit down. All of a sudden, inning later, they're friends. The two guys that <laughs> talk shit to each other. And I'm like, what fucking planet is this? That would never that fly would never here. That would never happen here. Never fly here. But everyone is super like nice and chill and da-da-da-da. And I'm like, this is cool. And then you know, the game went badly and all that shit happened. All right. Fast forward to yesterday. We, we got bleacher seats. 
I mean, they're literally like in the in the outfield, and it, they're bleachers, mm-hmm. and it's first come first serve. Like you get in and you fucking run and sit down. Yeah, you know, I will never in my life go to Wrigley Field and not sit in those fucking bleachers. It okay. was amazing. <laughs> first of all, you go to a nice Stopes game, you see like a section, and like three people are just wasted. Yeah, you're like. Ah, Jesus. Those, those people drank way too much. Yeah. The fucking whole bleachers were wasted. <laughs> Everyone. <laughs> everyone. Like, I had the least amount of beers. Like, fucking drunk everywhere. I've never seen that <laughs> many people wasted, focused on something. And, I mean, there, there's a guy walking down the stairs. Drunk, drunk person coming through. Drunk person. How no one falls down the stairs because they're super steep yeah. beyond me. So you get in the bleachers and it's like a party. Everyone's talking. They're like the and then like talking shit about the team. And you get all the rumor shit. You get all the crazy shit. And it just gets drunker and drunker. But not like fighty. And there was a Cardinals fan. Like there was a family in front of me of eight people. There was the dad who was like in his 80s. Talking about how he was 16 years old when he went to his first game at Wrigley Field. And then his wife, his sons, one of the sons was a Cardinals fan. Totally crazy. I was like, what the (laughs) fuck is going on here? So then, as people get drunker, they keep taunting the center fielder. Like, (laughs) Like, the whole section. And the guy's like, you can tell the dude's getting pissed. He keeps looking up at the thing. And then... They start doing the cup stacking game that I have never heard of in my entire life. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, have you seen it? Yeah, yeah it's, little kids do it. Well, no, 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 not that one. Oh. So they have these beer cups that are like 22-ounce beer cups. Mm-hmm. And by like the seventh inning, everybody's got about six of them. So they start throwing them like boom, boom, boom in, in trying to make a long eight-foot snake. Uh-huh. And it starts over in a section, and you hear you hear everybody get all fucking crazy, <sighs> and you start seeing it like piling up, and then the security guards are like piling through people trying to grab it, and they'll grab it, and everybody boos, and as they're booing and taking it, another one pops up, and they they start going across the crowd, wow, and you're like, what the fuck is happening, and 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 every time the like the security runs over and they get it, and I don't know why they stop it. For me, I think it's a great idea to help clean the trash out. Right. And I saw about nine or ten of those in the in the bleacher area. People are just crazy, and I, I was just blown away, like by how never there was a fight between any of the Cardinals fans. I mean, it was a really close game. It was nine to eight yesterday, and it was so close. And so we they, they, we had been promised that we could go down on the field, right? So the lady messages my friend. She's like, meet me downstairs in the eighth inning. So we get down and find her, and she walks us through, like, Wrigley Field, like the guts. And that was it was crazy because you can't see where they where they uh, the bullpen is. You can't yeah. see it. But when you walk through the guts, there's like a plexiglass, and you can see them, and they're just like throwing. Oh, that's cool. And we saw that. So then she leads us right like where you would come like into the hallway where you would come up to go like sit behind home plate. Right. And she walks over this door, and she goes, all right, you guys are first. You're going to get to go on the field first. Now, she's like, Zobrist autographs balls right over here at third base. So take your picture, walk over, and Zobrist will sign. Hold on. Let me go get you a ball. 
Wow. So she walks in this room, comes out with a ball from the game. Cool. Has, like, I have it. It's got, like, marks on it from either foul tip or something. And I'm like, fuck, yeah. But, I mean, we're missing the game. We're, like, standing down there, and we're, like, hearing the crowd. Ah, finally, this this is how fucking nice they are. This uh, lady who's one of the ushers looks down. She goes, you guys are doing the picture thing? Yeah. There's another inning and a half. Why don't you just come up and sit in the in the 100s and wait until it's over? Wow. And I'm like, what the fuck? So we get to go up and sit right behind home plate. And we're like, holy shit, this is amazing. <laughs> and, you know, shit hap- keeps happening. And the Cubs start losing. And it's looking bad. And Kevin's like, you know, let's, you know, there's two outs. Let's go back down there so we get first in line. So we go back down there. We get first in line. Another usher. I get it. You guys really want to get on the field. But Javi Baez is coming off the bench to hit for the final hit. And he he has a shattered thumb, so he wasn't playing. And that's Kevin's favorite player. She's like, you might want to go back to your seats. I was like, good God, who are these people? You know how amazing they are. So... We go back up to our seats and he he strikes out. We and it's you know end the game ends bad you know terrible. We go back down there and there's people already lined up. That lady comes over and she goes, "I'm sorry, these two guys are in the front of the line. I told them to go back to their seats." Oh, oh. that's so cool. Where does that happen? <laughs> Ever Chicago? So Chicago people are just so nice. Yes. And there's more. There's more of this. So. We don't get to get an autograph because the, the game ended badly. And the players were pissed. They were like, oh, no. not going to sign shit. So, but we did get to go on the field. We did get to take pictures. So the game ends. We go. We, we leave. And we, go, we, we found this bar that's called Sluggers. And we really, really liked it. And we get beers. And, and it was a four-story row house that was a bar. Mm-hmm. Like they turned it completely into a bar. So we were up on the roof. And there's this little guy playing a piano. And they're like... <laughs> Electric piano, he would switch between piano, accordion, and melodica. What? And he was singing all Elton John, Billy Joel. That's so cool. Which, uh, uh, who else? Uh, you know, Jack and Diane, all that shit. Awesome. It, it was amazing. So then we go sit down, and there's not a lot of places to sit. And there's this couple sitting at the same table as us. And the guy sees my bracelet, and it's a big, like, New Mexico flag one. Mm-hmm. And he goes, hey, New Mexico. I go, yeah. And he goes, Albuquerque. And like he you know, he was a Hispanic he was Puerto Rican. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Yeah, and he goes, I'm trying to get my wife to move there. He's uh-huh. like the movie industry and he starts talking about it. So we end up talking, uh it, it, their names are Mario and Cynthia. This is how much you know I I like <laughs> these people, I know their names. Big shout out. And we're talking to him and we're just having the greatest talk. And he's like, So you he, he's like, So you guys came here for the Cubs? And we're like, Yeah. And he has his Cubs hat on and he has his bag and he goes Oh, I do the, the 50-50 raffle at the game. And he goes, you know what? He's like, you want a shirt? He's like, yeah. And he pulls a shirt out of the bag. And he goes, we get all kinds of promotions. And he hands me a shirt. Aww. And then he tells Kevin, he goes, here, take my hat. Takes a hat off his fucking head. Hands it to Aww. Kevin. He goes, he goes, another promotion. He goes, he's like, welcome to Chicago. Chicago is the best. I would like, have teared up at that point. Oh, oh, my, oh God. my God. Like, we're not used to So, the first time I ever went to Chicago, of course, like, I was there with... Can I have another one? Yeah. Thank you. 
Uh, I was there with uh, my ex's family, and we went and saw like hockey. And they live in they're southeast, so they live so they're Sox fans. Sorry, Chris. Ah, I'm not though. Southside, I'm not. Southside. I'm not. But like, I just remember thinking that his family was so nice. Like his parents were so nice, and his family was so nice. And then everybody you met was just so nice. Mm-hmm. And we're not used to that here. Like everybody's so. Not everybody. I think New Mexico is actually kind of nice, too. But we're nice in a different way. We're like, but it's like Chicago is just, they're so excited if you're excited. So I remember the second time I went to Chicago, when I was stuck there for seven days, I just kept like running into people and they would take me to go, oh, I know this great Indian food place. Let's go. Oh, I know this great steakhouse. Let's go. All this stuff. And then, so obviously I'm a huge Saturday Night Live fan. And I don't know if you guys remember the the Saturday Night Live skit. Of course, they had the oh, yeah, you yeah. know the Chicago Bears one, but they also had this one set at a burger stand that I can't remember the name. Cheeseburger, na- cheeseburger, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cheeseburger, exactly. Yeah. It was cheeseburger, cheeseburger. So I wanted to go see that. Now there's two locations of that, okay. and there's one that can't the the one that's the better one and one that's not yeah, as great. That they based that skit off of. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they took me to the one that they based the skit off of. Just because I said, I'm a huge fan, like, how do I get here? And this person that worked at the hotel was like, you know what? Let me take you. You don't need to be out there by yourself. Let me take you. It'll be fun. We'll go. They were so nice. And they you would think they'd be annoyed by now of, like, the Saturday Night Live fans wanting to go. No, they love it. Oh, no, they, they love it. Yeah, it's like the Malort thing. They love They're like, the yes. Totally. And... I just fell in love with that city, and now that I'm a comedian, obviously one of my dreams is to do comedy in Chicago. Yeah. Because there's great comedy clubs in Chicago. There's great everything in Chicago. Yeah, oh yeah. Did you go to Navy Pier? Have you ever been to Navy Pier? Okay, we drove by Navy Pier, and it it was so far. So the problem that we we ran into is Was location. Well, both games were day games. Oh, right. So it was like 1 o'clock to like Navy Pier is better at night, though. Yeah. Next time, just saying, Navy Pier is beautiful because they have a huge Ferris wheel. I told Billy that, yeah. And they light it up, and then when you get at the top of the Ferris wheel, you can see all of Chicago. Oh, man. And it's beautiful. Uh And you can see, like, the reflection in the lake and all that. It's I've seen it both during daytime and at night. Wow. So much better at night. So, um... Where was I going to go? There was a little bit more. So we go on Friday night. My my friend was like, yeah, let's, uh, he, like there was a punk band that played here at Dialogue Brewing. Mm-hmm. And he really liked them. And he was just on their page for some reason. And he's like, holy shit, they're playing in Chicago while we're there. So this is, uh, is going to go more into the nice. So he's like, we should go watch them. And I was like, sure. So we got home from the game. We like took a nap and then woke up in time to go. We take an Uber there, and I mean, it it was kind of a little sketchier where we were at. I mean, not bad enough that it would work. I mean, it kind of looked like downtown a little bit more. Well, I mean, it, it didn't look like downtown, but it was kind of that, you know, like yeah. off off streets of downtown. So we get to this place. It's called the Liars Club. Uh. And it looks like their version of the launch pad. Mm-hmm. A little smaller, mm-hmm. but I mean, every person had on all black. <laughs> you know? Yep. <laughs> and... Uh, of course, you know, we're pounding PBRs. They had like a, a Kiss pinball machine and just punk rocks playing. You know, people are playing. There's like 15, 20 people most. 
Well, I keep looking at the shirts. You know, they have shirts like the Launchpad does. Mm-hmm. But, it, you know, if you're a local, you're not buying a shirt from there. But, you know, if I I don't know. Away, I see a Launchpad shirt I want. Of but. course. But, I mean, <laughs> you're going to buy it when you move away or something. Yeah. You do. So I'm like, you know what? I want one of the Liars Club shirts. Wearing I it right love here. it. So, and they had all different kinds. They had like a Misfits one or whatever. So I'm asking the bartender. I was like, hey, how much do you have a shirt and a 2X? You know, and he's like, oh, I don't know. That's Tony's deal. And I'll ask him when he comes back. He's been gone a while. And it's like an hour later, and I forgot. And the dude, this dude walks in, and he's like, hey, hey, this guy wants to know about the shirts. And I was like, oh, yeah, I just want to see if you have a 2X. And, and he goes, which one? I was like, I don't know, that one. And he goes, hold on. And he goes in the back, and he brings out every shirt they have. Aww. And he's like, he's like, and he's like, sorry. He's like, uh, I, I, I had them all set aside for Riot Fest. And he's like, I don't have a 2X in that one. He goes, but I have a 3X in this one. And it was this one, and it was the Santa Cruz. I mean, mm-hmm. it's the Santa Cruz logo. Oh, yeah, this yeah. is Liars Club. I'm like, cool. How much? He's like, 20 bucks. And so I buy it, and he goes, cool. Now, what shot do you want? Oh. And he buys me a shot. I'm like, what That's the so fuck? cool. And he's like, any shot you want. And then, so I was just like, I don't know, whiskey. Guys, <laughs> we should do tin drink in Chicago no sometime. Shit, dude. Holy crap. Chicago is literally, like, when I say it is one of my favorite cities, like, I am such a food person. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's why I, my weight fluctuates a lot. Because if I find food that I really enjoy, I'm going to eat it. Period. Yeah. I think the last time I was in Chicago, I ate like a million times a day. Just because there's so many good places to eat. Like Portillo's or anywhere that has uh, Italian beef. And if anybody yes. knows a good place to get Italian beef in Albuquerque, please there's, let me know. I don't know if it's still open. It used to be that place that was across the street from Low Spirits. I always heard oh, they yeah. had. I always heard they oh, had going. Yeah, yeah. I, I never I, went there. I never have because it's always only open during the day. I uh, so I love a double dipped Italian beef with mm, peppers, mm. and I literally one time my friend went to Chicago just for a day trip. Uh, she went there for work, and her boss flew her out there, and then she flew back. I made her bring me an Italian beef from the airport because they have a Portillo's oh, yeah. in the airport. Uh, yeah. And she brought like a little cooler and brought me one back. I literally gave her 50 bucks for it. That's how much I love oh, super good. their yeah, sandwiches. They're so good. Like when I saw you were in Chicago, I was like, dang it. I should ask him to bring me a Portillo sandwich. <laughs> I was watch because i'm going there in three weeks you're going in three weeks and i've never been all i know really of chicago is that's where home alone was based out of it is yes and that's really all i know i will make you a list Um, of foods al capone i think so good oh yeah yeah, yeah. yes i mean there's a lot of history (laughs) yeah there's a lot of history there's (laughs) like you know mob history and like all kinds of cool stuff like It's just a cool place. They always have something going on. Oh, like they yeah. have liars club. They have comedy clubs. Oh, they tons have. Of shit, oh my god! There's just, always something. If you just go down, to, so I'll get to Wrigleyville in a second. But um, Adventures in Babysitting. Sorry. Yeah, oh yes, I love that <laughs> movie. Um, so the thing that really like um, blew me away was was the the. And this is this is like we've talked about Albuquerque's problems for like the last six months, where you know our identity. Are we gonna you know evolve and become a better city? Are we gonna keep with the hood mentality? Let me let me let me tell you how it was there. And I get I know there's a difference between the north side and the south side because I asked a lot of questions as I often do. So we would walk out of our row house in our Cubs gear. 
and immediately someone would stop. Hey, you guys going to the game today? Yeah. Yeah. Real tough one yesterday, right? <laughs> I can't believe that. It's just, just conversation immediately. Or you're walking down the street. Some dude was on his phone, and I was like, ugh, that was a tough one. And he's like, yeah, they always are. And didn't even look up. Didn't even look up. He just knew. And it was just that kind of neighborhood, that kind of camaraderie everywhere. Like people are just, you know, you going to the game day? Went, we went yesterday. We went the other day. And it was just, ah, it's just a tough one. Just a tough one, you know. And then they just, they just go off on like every inning. And they talk about the players. And they talk about the coach. Mm-hmm. How he's probably going to get fired. Yeah. And it, ah, unbelievable. You know and what? You, you Every, don't do that here. Everybody wants to talk about how unsafe Chicago is. Like, you hear, like, people that are like, oh, my God, you're going to Chicago? Aren't yeah. you scared? No. No. Let me just tell you a story from today, folks. Uh, I got stuck. And this doesn't happen all the time in Albuquerque either. No. But it has definitely never happened to me in Chicago. I have never been scared in Chicago like I was today in my own hometown. Um and and I don't think this is an Albuquerque problem. I just think it's a douchebag problem. But I got stuck at like a red light because this guy wouldn't move and I honked. And I don't honk very often, but I mean if you're sitting there and the light has turned green three times, I'm gonna honk at you. Sorry, not sorry. And I honked at him and we ended up at the next light together and he held a gun there. He pointed at me the whole time and it was scary was not cool. And you know what? No. To be honest with you, that's never happened to me in Albuquerque that's either. That's crazy. That, that's crazy. Never happened to me in Albuquerque. I've heard of it happening. And that's the kind of shit we don't need anymore. But that's what you expect in Chicago by the way people talk about mm-hmm. it. You know what I mean? Like, people are so scared. But the truth right, right, is right. it'll happen anywhere. But also, like, Chicago, I have never been scared to walk down the street in Chicago. And it's supposed to be one of the most dangerous cities. Yeah, I'm sure the South Side, they, they talk about the South Side being really rough. Uh, I mean, yeah. But, I, yeah, you know. Yeah. And, it, and, I mean, we did drive through it, and, I mean, there's some parts that look pretty rough. But, I did, I, yeah, I didn't have any problem. No one, there was one guy that was, like, super aggressive on panhandling. Yeah. But, honestly, panhandling here... Ten times worse. Than oh yeah, there. you know what? They sell pies over there. Like I didn't people, see that. yeah. Like I bought a pie one time when we were visiting. They're actually really delicious pies. But yeah. instead of panhandling, they'll offer to wash your windows, or yeah. they have like pie or whatever. Um, you know what was weird? So since we're talking about like cities or whatever, downtown last Monday when uh, mm. Trump was in town. Oh, so, first of all, yeah. he was staying downtown. So, he That's went right. to Rio Rancho, but he was staying downtown. How did that go with your... I mean, did they close downtown off, what I heard? Um, I mean, I was it, wasn't, it wasn't closed off. Okay. It was Everything was open, but let me tell you this. Uh, as soon as I got to downtown, before we got rained out... So, the, the open mic got rained out, which uh. is... You know, it's fine. It's one time, but... As soon as I got to downtown, I text Hamster, and I'm like, oh, my God, like, downtown feels weird tonight. And he was at the downtown Red Door because they were selling uh, these cocktails to raise money for illegal immigration law or something um, because uh, some tequila company, I think it's called Illegal um, Tequila. Yeah. They had a, like, they had a T-shirt. It had Trump's face. It says Trump is a pendejo. Oh, and yeah, so they were nice. they were selling like cocktails. So I, so Jason helped uh, hamster help them, and I texted him. I'm like, downtown feels weird tonight, and he's like, yeah, it feels like when you stretch out a rubber band, 
in its and it's real tense. And it was so weird because I only saw one homeless person in all of downtown, and somebody was like, "Shoot them all." <laughs> shoot them. I mean, shoot them. Shoot. Shoot. Yeah, they like, didn't like, shoot. Go, go, go. They did not shoot anyone. No, no. <laughs> but I think I don't know if they like got them hotel rooms or like what happened. But I literally was only saw one, and somebody was like, "Well, it's raining out." I'm like, "Yeah, that usually kind of makes them a little crazier." Honestly, I've never been downtown, and there's one homeless person. Yeah, that's that's crazy. you know. Um, there's and, usually like fifteen to twenty, and yeah. it was just like a ghost town. Like it was so weird. I was actually kind of happy we got rained out because it was just such a tense feeling downtown that I have never felt before. I was like, what is happening? Like, Trump comes to our state and everybody freaks out. <laughs> it was so weird. It was crazy. And, like, everybody was expecting, like, uh, riots, riots and whatnot. And stuff. I mean, well, I mean, to there be There was fair, that one girl. I know one girl that got arrested. She had shown her that, hashtag. Did she, did she get arrested? Oh, yeah. The she hashtag, had yeah. hashtag uh, pussy ass bitch behind the news she didn't get arrested for that though oh really so she was in line i love this story so she did she had a shirt and she was holding it up behind a news reporter it said hashtag pussy ass bitch that was amazing and then she's in line to go into the trump thing because she well i don't know what she was gonna do in there um but it wasn't gonna be supportive uh i'll say say that i i'm sure she was gonna call him a pussy ass bitch um, and she was waiting in line and some people were saying things to her and so <laughs> she like told them off or whatever. And then she got out of line and they made her go to the back of the line. She was oh, like, wow. okay, fine. So then this other, I think they were telling her to go back where she came from and mm. stuff. And then, so she goes to the back of the line. She's like, okay, fine. Whatever. Like, I'm not going to like, I don't care what you have to say to me. And like, if this lady is listening or anybody knows this lady, like Jackie. Jackie, yes. Is that her name? Jackie Montoya, yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. She's amazing. And then she she got arrested because some people, like, pushed her, and or not pushed her, but, like, put their hand in her face, and she slapped it away because, like, I'm sorry, she's but from you're, she's from Albuquerque, but also, like, I'm sorry if somebody tries to touch my fucking face that I don't know, I will slap their hand out of my face, too. And she got, yeah, she was in jail, I think, for a night. Yeah, the night, yeah. I hope somebody paid for her. Bail. Well, there was they, a they, yeah, there, there was a charity going on too. I I hope they helped her. Yeah, or they I, did. Uh, there was a charity going on. People raised money. They were bailing people out. Nice. Um, oh, how many people got arrested? Just one. Just one. Oh, but they had a fund already set up for <laughs> just in case. Didn't the last time he came, there was like shit on fire and rocks being thrown and all yeah. that. that was I don't crazy. know. Yeah. But this lady is my hero. I love her. Yeah, that's she's great. amazing. I, I want to meet her. I want to be friends with her. <laughs> yeah. Love her. Yeah, she's up, she's I was up pretty, with her. I was on her like Facebook for like that entire night. You were just uh, yeah, because it, it, her her shit, she's not my friend on Facebook. Yeah, but I was just following like for some reason now like all her posts about the the events that happened that night were, like comes up on my feed. Oh yeah, follower. Everybody was sharing it yeah. and like you know I just think like she is a perfect example of why people are mad right now yeah. because she was just you know what. Like, you don't funny. have to tell somebody to go back home. You don't have to, like, no, you know. No, 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 and no, did no, she no. need to be arrested because she no. pushed somebody's hand out of her face? Come on. Uh, Come on. He is a pussy-ass bitch. I think we should all admit that. Like, and move on. Whether you support him or not, you know he's a pussy-ass bitch. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, I have one last story. And then okay. I'm done with Chicago. I'm not, but people there 
and I talked about this, like how you were in, I was in the stands, and people were fucked up. Yeah. Motherfuckers like to drink in Chicago. Yes, they do. So this was last night in Wrigleyville. It is seven o'clock in Wrigleyville, and there are there was a woman laying on the sidewalk, trashed, right? Yeah. Seven o'clock at night. So then <laughs> we go over to this other place, and we're inside drinking, and this one guy falls off the stool. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Later on, we go down about 45 minutes later, we go outside to go. It starts raining. So we're like trying to get a, our Uber back. His friends are like there and he just like runs like like goes out into the street. And I mean, there's cars like crazy. <laughs> and his friends like shit. And he like runs out and he grabs them and he just pulls them back. And he's just like limp body, barely walking, trashed. And that was just wow. Everywhere. And this is like seven or eight o'clock at night. This isn't like this isn't like two in the morning. When they're like kicking everyone out. <laughs> no, no, they don't care. Like, like they they're like serving, let it happen. They like most of the games you go to, they'll stop serving in the seventh inning. And they said that they did there, but I saw people getting beers at like eighth inning, ninth inning. Then I was talking to this lady. I was like, "Wow, that guy is wasted at the game." She's like, "Yeah," and they'll just keep serving them at Wrigley. They don't care. Wrigleyville, they don't care. So they don't have a sign that says, please respect our three drink limit? Fuck no. no. Absolutely not. <laughs> no, dude. I was blown away. Like, people are just getting housed. And, oh, this is this is the last. So we're walking to this. This is how we found the place Sluggers. Like, we're looking for a place to get a beer and maybe some food or something. We're walking, <laughs> we're walking by Wrigley. And, you know, they've just basically turned all the bars, like, all the places around there into, like, either stores or bars or restaurants. And this guy is sitting, he's a barker. Like, he's sitting out in front of a place trying to get people to go in. And his spiel was, get fucked up, get wasted, get trashed. And he just has his thumb pointing in the door. (laughs) And I'm just like, all right, I guess I will. Done and done. Done and done. Shit, that's all you had to say. Shit, motherfucker. It's like six o'clock at night. (laughs) Get wasted, get fucked up. And, like, the bar just had, like, deep dish pizza ready to go. So, like, you could walk up to the bar. Like, like hot and ready style? Yeah. Sick. Totally. <laughs> was, and they had a, they had, the bar of the Sluggers had a, had a drink called the Money Shot. And it was white, you know, of course. And oh, it was in a big gross. jar. So, finally, I was like, fuck it. Like, after the, the second day we went there, I was like, all right, I got to do this shot. I got to see what the fuck it is. <laughs> Guess what it was? White? Um, a white liquid. Oh, uh, milk? Um, nope. Kind of. Um, think, think New Mexico. Half and half. Horchata. Horchata. Rum chata. Yes. Was it rum chata? And, and that sounds like, pretty good. And I feel like someone's like, "Ooh, I made a drink. It's called the Money Shot." And I'm like, <laughs> "It's horchata and rum, asshole. That's not fucking revolutionary." Rum they chata. have it bottled called rum chata, yeah. and it's actually pretty delicious. It was pretty delicious. You know, but it was weird. I had to drink it, the, like I had to hold it out and throw it in my face. Oh. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm like, I'll do it if you give me ten dollars. If you give me ten dollars, I'll do it all yes, night. Yes, yes, yes. So that was my trip to Chicago. I had a great time. I'm glad you had fun. Um, the only negatives I have is uh, humidity is fucking the yes. devil. And you had to come home. No, just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> right, 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 right. What was the, there was one other one. I not really though. Oh. I'll tease this for the second hour. Okay. Because it's really negative. Okay. And uh, he, he, he sent me a text that was 
not negative, but he was saying essentially St. Louis girls were better looking. Oh, there is that. Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> How come I didn't get those cheese may texts? What he, the f? He texted me first. So, oh, I should have texted. That's you. not even part of this. I didn't this want to is, bother you. This is political, so yeah. Oh, okay. I'll tease All that right. for a second because there was there Dope. was there was something I I noticed and I and I didn't like it, but I don't I don't know the the whole story, so we'll see. <laughs> but uh, I'll tease that for the second. All right. Awesome. Yeah. So how was your guys' weekend? What did you guys do? Um. Boring. What did I do? <laughs> uh, I. I didn't really do a lot this weekend. I kind of was lazy this weekend, just spending time with people I love. Um, Aww. Yeah, well, and you know what? I don't really get a lot of time with some of the people in my life yeah. that I would love to have time with. Like, Crystal, I don't get to see her a lot. Cause killer Bob. Killer Bob. <laughs> um, the serial killer upstairs. I don't get to hang out with him near enough. Um, and so I just watched, like... TV shows and hung out with my friends and I was lazy um, and I was supposed to do a roast today and that just didn't happen and then the I feel like though you 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 talking to you about this we kind of thought it was going to get canceled yeah yeah like I it wasn't a surprise but it definitely and I'm just going to say this and I bet Billy will understand this too is like when you hire a performer to do something and if you're a promoter and you don't do what it takes to make it successful and then you blame the performer who has spent hours upon hours upon hours either writing material or practicing the material or whatever and then you cancel an event three days before, like, first of all, I can't, like, I can't make up for that day. Yeah. Like, if I thought I was going to be booked for something... And then, you know, I'm booked since March for this, and you haven't promoted it. Like, when you cancel on a artist or a creative person or musician, comedian, anything, you're, you're not only taking that booking away, you're taking potential bookings away, yeah. and that's hours. Like, what I told you when I told you about it. Like, that's hours of work that I'm never getting paid for because it was so topical, like, when am I going to use jokes about a bunch of comedians I've never met anyway? In the next hour. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. I mean, I'll do my roast material. But it's just, you know what I mean? It's like, I'm never going to get paid. That'd be like if you went to work, okay, for like a, a week. Doctor. Yeah, like if you were a doctor and you went to work for like two weeks or something and you put all this work in and then your boss came to you and they're like, you know what? We can't afford to pay you this week because nobody showed up to buy stuff. Ugh. You know, I mean, no one had nobody would accept that except for artists. We always right. accept it. We always no, no. deal with it. Yeah. I mean, we're all. So just like also when an artist posts that an event is canceled, don't take that opportunity to be a jerk. Yeah. Because I'm already mad. Did somebody really do that? Yeah. Ooh, I got to hear this in the break. <laughs> uh, you know, she's me. What I think is funny is like people, like I have a day job, but then people find out I have a day job. They're like, "Oh, you don't, you don't just do ten drink minimum." I'm like, "No, no, absolutely <laughs> not, guys." Pay money for that. We have a Patreon. If people would love, it. I mean, it's it's uh, it's it's up here somewhere. There's a Patreon if you'd love to donate or like you know join. Yeah, but you know, yeah, that's funny. Um, well, I always find interesting and this is my perspective maybe billy will agree or disagree yeah 
I always find that as soon as some promoter says, ooh, yeah, we're going to have to change venues, that's never a good one. It's done. It's never fun. And the thing is that for me, it's kind of been hammered in my head once your face is on a flyer. You you don't pull out unless you have a good reason or whatever. So they changed the venue, and I was like, okay, I'm going to stick it through. I'm going to stick it through. And if nothing else, like when this goes bad, I can make fun of it. I can roast the roast. I can roast the roast, and it'll be okay. Um, but you know what? Here's the deal. Like, I'm not going to lie. I'm not doing great financially, okay? In my household, there's a brewer and a comedian. Uh, if you think we are making great money, no. we're not. No. So... You know, it, it's kind of like I needed that gig. And, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. But, you know, if you want to book me for private gigs, totally available. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, it, it's crazy. Like, once somebody changes a venue two weeks before you're supposed to have the show, it's not good. Uh, speaking of that, I mean, we're at the end of the first hour. Yes. So who, who, who's got promotions? I have a show on Wednesday. You have a show on Wednesday where? It's at Relic. Um, oh, oh okay. okay. Yeah, it's at the little, I guess, vintage furniture store. It's yeah. David Cappy's place. Oh. And, um, oh, yeah, downtown. Yeah. yeah. And we're playing there with Claire Morales. Uh, she is a touring musician, and we'll be supporting her on her tour. And that's Wednesday. And which, show- which, which basically means you're not going to get paid. Yeah, that's pretty much how it works. The touring band's going to get paid. And I understand that. And the thing is, like, if the touring band's there too, it's always locals that headline. Right. So like, yeah. everyone will be there to be see, see her. Yeah. But then we'll play last, and like right. half That's the so crowd, weird. The, the half the crowd leaves. Music is so different from comedy because yeah. we're opposite. Like, if there's somebody from out of town, they always get the headlining spot. And it's last, right? Yeah. Right, right, right. Whereas, like, people, like, if you want. You middle if you want yeah, if you're the big act. Yeah. You, you get the middle slot. That's which is smarter, I think. I think it's smarter. Yeah. Um, musicians yeah, so are smarter. It's gonna be fine. I have a show October fifth for a Dialogue's three year anniversary. Ooh. Be sure to check out Dialogue Ooh. for That's their, where our beer is at. For the awesome Tin Drink Minimum Brown Ale. Yeah. And bah. Bah. Um, I want to say I well then after that it's my final shows here in Albuquerque for Night of the Cover Bands. And so I think we f- have a day for my going away, mm. October s- November second. I don't want to talk about. We don't it. have a location yet. Yeah, working on it. Working on it. Working on it, Holly Ann. Um, I will have my open mic tomorrow per usual at Inside Out. Um, please keep coming, and if you keep coming during the fall and winter, we will have another location, hopefully, that we can all enjoy. Me and Royal being idiots. Have you talked to him about that? Uh, I've talked to Brandon, so we'll see. I've talked to him about that. Oh. So we'll see. Yes, we'll I, see. I love this. these, like, we need to talk about this during the break. Yeah, We need to still- talk about it. it, actually, it actually <laughs> Chris me- and I haven't seen each other in so many days it's that we have so many seams, things. So I know. Just want to tell him. We have so many cheesy yeah. things. I did talk to him about it. And I don't. I don't know if I agree with it, but yeah, it's not. It's not bad, but it's not great. You know. Uh oh. Yeah. All right. I mean, we'll, we'll see what you think, but um, all right. So. So uh, now we need to go on break so I can hear Chris's cheese me. <laughs> September 29th, we will be live at 1 p.m. at Safe House Distilling. Uh, we're actually doing a show for our old friend Alan 
from uh, Monk Sale. Oh, he's okay. the manager now, so that this, oh. this could be our last live show for a while. Yeah. I don't know if we're going to do another one for a bit. We'll see. We'll see. And announcing for the first time, October twenty sixth, I will be emceeing. For the second year in a row, October Fiesta at Santa Fe Brewery. Yay! That's tight. I mean, That's awesome. like I play my show that night before. and then You want to go? I'll go, yeah. Oh, dude, we're going to get fucking hands. Can I go too? Fuck yeah. Dope. I love I love that venue because I remember you doing that. And, oh, man, I got blasto. And uh, it's just like, you know, just that venue itself, the outdoor stage. Yeah. And you kind of just walking around. Dude, you got to do the, the, the sausage eating contest. I'm here for it. I'll do it. Yes, yes. I'm down. And then there's the beer. Yeah, it'll be fun. It'll man. be fun. They, 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 the, some girl named Barbie was like, "I heard you did it last year. I heard you killed it, and we'd really like to bring you back again." And Shelby will be here too. So. Oh, sick! We're yes, done. We're, they we're trip, done. They we're gonna have the, so much yeah. fun. So yeah, Santa Fe Brewing Tendering Room will, will be there. Uh, that'll be dope. And that's 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 it. I mean, that's what we got. Um, we're live here on most Sundays from six to eight p.m. Tendringminimum.com. Or Facebook.com forward slash 10 drink forward slash 10 drink. Sorry. <laughs> um, shit, man. Uh, I, have a, I have a question. Did you put any stickers in Chicago? Tease for the second hour. Okay, 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 okay. Sure did. Not a lot, <laughs> but some good ones. I feel like they're. I, I. All right. Tease for the second hour. Ask that again in the second hour. Okay. Um, <laughs> the people. In the bleachers at Wrigley Field, <laughs> sure as shit, drink a fuckload, as well as you should as you should as well. But always remember, never, never get, get too drunk, drunk to jerk. jerk ten drink minimum dot com. Dot com.